the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Andrea K Show on AM 1170. The Answer is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred seven pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay. Good evening and welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. So glad to have you here with me. This is the first Friday edition of the Andrea Kay Show here at my new station at my new time, AM 1170, The Answer. So hope you're liking uh, the new time spot here. It seems like I've got actually even more people. I've got a lot of my my old school Facebook friends and, and listeners listening. And also it seems like I've got a lot of new faces on Facebook tuning in. So I just love it. I love all y'all. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K5. Friend me on Facebook. Keep the comments rolling. Let me know your topic ideas. Let me know what you want me to talk about. Give me give me topic suggestions and, and all kinds of suggestions for the show. I am going to be making some, like I told you all last night, I am going to be making some, some adjustments along the way here with the show. Primarily, I'm going to be bringing in some more experts into the show to kind of help me along. Last, last night, I had on Alicia Dern. She's going to be bringing legal expertise uh, to the Andrea K show because almost every... Well, first of all, we know D.C. is being run by attorneys right now, right? Uh, you know, it, it used to be when uh, Congress people actually were farmers and business people and they didn't live in D.C. and they went back to their own businesses. Now they're all attorneys. Of course, the legislative branch is all about the law. We've got a trampling of the greatest law of our nation going on right now with the Constitution. And so Alicia is going to continue to bring her legal expertise uh, to the show and help break that down, as well as the fact that Alicia is probably the only person I know who worked at a very high level of running a third-party presidential campaign. And so uh, in the coming weeks, you're going to want to stay tuned to hear Alicia give her perspective because people are really unhappy right now that the Republican Party, after just being given a majority for a reason by the American people, have already caved uh, in two very important uh, issues going on in D.C., and we're going to talk a little bit about that on the show today. We're going to talk about uh, ISIS. We didn't get a chance to talk about that in last night's show. Lots of things uh, going on, including uh, another thing I'm going to be bringing to the Andrea K. show is a little bit of flavor of what's happening in the world, what's happening besides uh, the biggest news of the day, maybe going on internationally. And I haven't really had an international spin to the Andrea K. show other than talking about the the threat of radical Islam. And so I brought in someone into the show tonight who truly, you know, international news is really kind of his thing. It's his passion. And I'm glad for that because I'm not really as interested in what's happening in, you know, um, New Guinea or Papua New Guinea or, or wherever uh, international news is happening. And that is Jason Miller from The Evan Miller Show. Hey, welcome to the Andrea K Show. Good evening. Glad to be in studio with you tonight, Andrea. Well, thanks. Thanks so much for being here. You actually called in the show last night and talked a little bit about uh, the whole Al Sharpton thing. Yes, absolutely. And uh, we got uh, we were notified last night by James during that same interview that there's supposed to be a part two out. James O'Keefe confronts Al Sharpton exclusively. And so we got a first on that information. That video was supposed to be put out any time this weekend. 
Okay. Well, as soon as you get it, you're going to contact me, right? Yes. And, and you're going to, and I'm going to put it out there. You're going to hook me up, right? Yes. I'll We're going to put you. that out there to my peeps. I'll get you hooked up. Okay. Well, you know what we need to get hooked up on? We need to we need to hook up the GOP, the Republican Party, with the platform of what the Republican Party is supposed to be about. Okay. I want to know who the real GOP is, and will the real GOP and the real GOP leaders stand up, please? Identify who and what you really are, because I'm not really seeing any of you actually actually behaving as though you are representing the people who elected you uh, as well as the platform with which this party is supposed to be about. The Republican Party is supposed to be about limited government and a constitutional republic, meaning we are a, a republic of states and states' rights. And what's the big news tonight? The big news tonight, well, getting back to before I get into the big news about the DHS, it it really the bigger question about all the topics on tonight's show is why we have a GOP that was given a majority by the people in the midterm elections and why even before that uh, this term of Congress went into session, we already had the GOP starting to cave when they were given power by the people. Now we've got a new Congress in session and they're already caving. We found out that... um, they're saying they're not caving because um, they actually went ahead and did some seven-day extension. I mean, it's so convoluted. I, Jason, I can't even you know wrap my head around it. We have the American people tell them, we don't like the overreach from President Obama. We don't like the amnesty situation. We don't like Obamacare. We're going to give power back to the Republican Party. Before the new Congress even takes session, the Republican Party led by Boehner, says, you know what, we, okay, we hear you about this amnesty thing, but we're going to go ahead and fund everything Obama wants throughout fiscal 2015, except we're going to hold back as part of the DHS funding. We're going to hold back funding for his amnesty schemes. And that's really where the battle is going to be. Okay. Well, okay. So basically you're saying you're going to use the control of the power of your purse and you're going to stop the King Obama from handing our country over to people who came here illegally. Okay. All right, I'll give him a little time to see if he's going to, you know, own up to his word, right? You know, the people elected them to do this. This is what the party platform's about. This is what, you know, the the plan is. And sure enough, we get down to the wire, and it's what it always plays out. It's the Democrats um, trying to whip people up into hysteria and fear. Uh, We, I I believe the Mall of America thing was trumped up in terms of not a hoax, but, but overblown threat to get people to start suddenly thinking that some department that we didn't even have before two. 2002 was so important to the American people. Of course, then what do we have? We have the Republican Party essentially caving. We find it's gone back and forth, and I really don't think it's important to get into the minutia. The bottom line is, what was the end result tonight? There was the Senate approved a one-week funding bill for Homeland Security. It's been fully funded. They kicked the can down the road. Mm-hmm. Now we've got, you know, let's celebrate tonight. We've got seven more days of an agency that doesn't do anything for us except molest old ladies by the TSA at the airports. Mm-hmm. And But we've got seven more days. Well, well, I'll put it this way. House of Representatives rejected it this afternoon as I was going into my broadcast at 8 Eastern time tonight. It's like we're I'm literally getting these news headlines right after I got off the broadcast at 10 Eastern time. Literally, this comes in. So 
It's the House leadership. It is the people we elected, and I hate to say it, the people of Ohio are responsible for this. They are responsible for this because Boehner is the control in the House of Representatives. Yeah, but what and about the same thing goes with Mitch McConnell over in the Senate? But what about the what about when it came about voting for whether or not Boehner was going to stay in, in, as the Speaker of the what, House? Well, my what about st- the Congress people that well, could have put in somebody who who you know had the had the you know. Like I said at the well, opening, whether read GOP stand to, up. Well, congressional sources told me at the time when I was reporting on this that Boehner made threats to people within his own caucus that if you vote against me, you're going to be hauled off committees. And it happened to at least six people who voted against him. Two of them were hauled off committees, and it got so much bad press that Boehner had to reinstate those people after two days. Well, but, yeah. Uh, well, you're, okay. You're right about that, and that's also a similar thing that happened when when uh, the House was given power back in 2010. Tea Party people, you know, gave power to the House, and then then they became marginalized by the leadership and shoved to the side and and not given any committee positions, and and they've been marginalized. And that again leads me back to my opening, which is, will the real GOP stand up? The you know, and and what do we do if if we've got our leadership like this that's taking control? They're not representing the people. We've got we're continuing to be lied to. We've got Boehner Boehner making promises that they're not living up to. We've got Boehner now saying the GOP is going to stop net neutrality, but that's what they said about Obamacare. That's what they said about amnesty. They also said that they weren't going to approve Lynch, who's not any better, if not worse than Eric Holder. And, you know, I said today on Facebook, I said Boehner saying that, you know, he's going to, you know, stand up against net neutrality. It's like, that's what alcoholics say when they're hungover, right? They say, oh my gosh, I'm never going to have another drink again. Uh, You know, oh my gosh. And then, you know, as soon as they, you know, you know, the headache starts to go away. You know, they're back at the bottle again. And that's what that's what they do. They they make promises and say, oh, you know what? We're not going to let, you know, this power come out against us again. We're going to stand up to this. And then they get weak. And what we need is we are, have hit rock bottom as a nation. We are we have the breach, the the the. The wall of the Constitution has been breached, and we need to get rid of the leadership that needs to go into rehab somewhere and get over whatever their cause of their weakness is. And we need some strong, sober leadership. Yeah, certainly. And I understand why Congressman Michelle Bachman and uh, I was talking to uh, a source from Eagle Forum, the National Eagle Forum today. And they said that is one of the reasons why uh, uh, former Congresswoman Michelle Bachman left the House of Representatives. It isn't because she's running for president right. in 2016. It is because she grew frustrated with the leadership because she was one of the only ones who stood up when it came to Obamacare. The rest of the House of Representatives did not do so, and she got so much flack for standing up for conservative right. rights. Right, absolutely. Hey, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Andrea K Show here on AM 1170, The Answer. And if you want to uh, join the show, there's a few different ways to do it. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K5. Friend me on Facebook. And you can also give us a call here on the show tonight. We're going to be taking your calls at 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. When we come back from the break, we're going to pick it up on the other side about the GOP, about the leadership. We're going to talk about a little bit more about uh, DHS. We're going to talk about ISIS and anything else that you want to talk about. Don't change that dial, folks. Want to start living better, longer? LaVita Compounding Pharmacy can help. 
proudly improving the lives of over 10,000 patients, preparing personalized medications with the highest care, quality, and safety. Voted Union Tribune's best local pharmacy, LaVita specializes in bioidentical hormones, prescription skin care, transdermal pain creams, and more. Let us help you find the path to living better, longer. Visit us at LaVitaRx.com or call 866-507-1990. For all that is secret will eventually be brought into the open. And everything that is concealed will be brought to light and made known to all. What are the clues Jesus left behind? For the first time in history, we're able to place these relics. An unprecedented CNN event. It is extraordinary to find an archaeological piece. This is really the moment of truth. Finding Jesus premieres Sunday night at 9 on CNN. I'm Nicole Donnelly, and for over 20 years, I've owned and managed Miramar Kitchen and Bath with one goal in mind, to offer great service and great value. Just listen to what our customers are saying. Service was excellent. Easy process, start to finish. We are really happy with our new bathroom. We've already talked to them about redoing our kitchen. They have our complete trust. Call Miramar Kitchen and Bath, 858-271-8434, or visit my showroom, just one half block off Miramar Road on Commerce Avenue. Contractors license 657 do you struggle with the day-to-day management of your business? Proteus takes the pain out of the business process management by providing you a complete system for efficiency, automation, continuity. Proteus is business solution that wraps itself around your business and grows with you. Gone are the days of multiple programs and systems for sales, inventory, customer management, and financial reporting. Proteus serves your business every day, all day, and revolutionizes the way you do business. Visit us today to see how Proteus can assist you online at www.proteuserp.com or call today, 877-749-3533. Convenient homestyle recipes and unique menu favorites. Sombrero, your place for San Diego style Mexican food. Roll tacos, California burritos, and don't forget your salsa. Sombrero Mexican food. We get it too. This is AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you here with me. It's the Friday night edition. It's dynamite after dark, and we are exploding some dynamite of information out there towards the GOP tonight because we are very distressed. Those of us who are constitutional conservatives, those of us who care about this country and care about the direction of the country, those of us who actually had a little bit of hope after the midterm elections that the vast overreach of the Marxist in chief uh, was going to you know, have a little bit of, of some pushback. And it's incredibly disappointing to me tonight to see what's going down uh, with the Republican, Republican Party. It's just more of the same. And it's really incredibly a noodle scratcher to me. And that's why I said, what, where, who is the real GOP? You know, is it really coming from a place of weakness? That used to be the excuse that was given to the GOP. Oh, they're just too scared. Well, when you've been given the powers and majority, what are you afraid of? I really think it's more about there's an identity crisis within the GOP as to who and what the party is. We got Boehner saying, oh, um, you know, we're going to we're not going to put up with this net neutrality thing. But then there's an article out about from the National Journal that's talking about net neutrality. We spent a lot of time in the show last night talking about what net, net neutrality is and why it's an assault on free speech. It's an assault on commerce. It's an assault on everything this country is is based on, which is the free markets and free speech and free enterprise and innovation and it's all about 
uh, crony capitalism. It's all about control and it's all about uh, Marxism and the march to Marxism. And we've got a Republican Party where Boehner said we're going to stop it. But then as the National Journal goes into details, a great article talking about uh, the um, Sybil like. I mean, did you, uh, you're too young. You don't know this movie Sybil where where. Um, Sally Field played a character with like 15 different personalities. That's like what the GOP is. You read this article from the National Journal about how par- divided the Republican Party is about net neutrality and some of the comments that's coming out of the Republican Party. And it's like, how can you be talking about like uh, Senator John Thune here talking about wanting to compromise with the Democrat Party? And one of the ways that they're thinking about compromising with the Democrat Party involving net neutrality is by, you know, having clauses in there that keep the state States from being able to decide what's going to happen uh, with their internet providers. We've got a Republican Party that loves to to talk the talk and not walk the walk. And I did not go to CPAC. I've got somebody who's going to come on next week and kind of give her perspective about what's going on on CPAC. I kind of want to have some time within the next week to really kind of analyze what kind of went down there. But for me, what I heard about and some of what I saw in the interviews, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, Jason, but what I saw... Was, you know, we've got all these GOP leaders at CPAC fighting for attention, fighting for support from the conservatives, all trying to convince us of their conservative creds. But with what's gone down over DHS and, and, and the amnesty thing and Loretta Lynch, it's like, why should we believe anything they say? We've got Rubio now with his evolution mm-hmm. on immigration. Suddenly he's now saying that what he's learned, and this is a quote, he's learned that if you can't even have a com- you can't even have a conversation about comprehensive immigration reform until people believe and know, not just believe, but until it's proven to them that future illegal immigration will be controlled. That's the single biggest issue of the last uh, biggest lesson that he's found in the last two years. Well, he shouldn't should not he have known that from the beginning, because we are supposed to be about the rule of law here in this country. Well, all I would say to Rubio in response is, uh, Rubio, why don't you just call it for what it is? It's amnesty. It's not. I've I will be honest. And I've said this on my program many a times. I am sick and tired of the Republicans calling this comprehensive immigration reform. Just call it what it is. And you know what? We will take it as the American people. It's amnesty. It's yeah. amnesty. That's what it is. And the American I, and the American people know that it's amnesty okay. and the American people don't want it. And you know what? Look at you don't have to be a Joe six pack sitting on the couch to know that. know what the Republican Party is doing to compromise with the Democrats is a bad thing. You don't have to be stupid. You uh, be a, a person without a college degree to know what our Congress is doing is stupid. And this is between both combined houses of the House and the Senate. Well, and, and the, the GOP was given a majority by the American people for two reasons, Obamacare and amnesty. And, you know, what I don't understand with the GOP, and it's becoming actually really clear to me, the reality is, is it's not coming from a place of weakness. It's coming from a place that we don't have enough people in the party who actually are conservatives. I don't want to see Jeb Bush or any of these people up there whose records defy their words talking about how they're conservatives. And we got Jeb Jeb Bush, uh, the, the whispers about the Hannity interview, uh, according to, you know, I, I think it was uh, uh, Jerome Corsi reported tonight, was that it was all scripted uh, with 
with Hannity and with the GOP leadership to try to prop Jeb Bush up to make him look like he's more conservative than he really is. This is like it's all about a magic act. It's all meant to, like, um, pull the wool over our eyes. And, the you know, and we are facing another Obama replay coming down with another historic election involving Hillary Clinton. Well, I will go as far to say Sean Hannity, he's turned into a broken record. He really has. Well, yeah, I mean, you listen to him, I love him, but he says the same thing all day, every day. To to steal an old thing from the WB WB series, and I steal a lot of things from them, the old Animaniac show, show, Mm -hmm. it's getting monotonous yet repetitive when it comes to Sean Hannity. All I I hear is is junk from him uh, every night, and I follow the news cycle quicker than anybody. I usually get an advance on a lot of these stories that the cable news cycle is reporting usually two weeks ahead well but here's the thing about Hannity and a lot of the people on the Fox is that they've got producers you know they don't necessarily call a lot of the shots about their content so you know I really and, and I'm and I actually really dig Hannity I, I just think that that what we've got is we've got a Republican Party that's continuing to try to pull the wool over the eyes of the voters and we got to decide what we're going to do about it because we've got 26 2016 coming and we've got Hillary and the Democrat Party and a landslide of and I even heard this on outnumbered the other day speaking to Fox to where they had they had the guy that was on there and even know what his name was saying oh I'm hearing this from women everywhere women are clamoring for Hillary they're clamoring for Hillary no they're not I don't know one woman who's clamoring for Hillary you know what I think the people are clamoring for and what they sent the message to the GOP for when they gave him power they are clamoring for freedom they are clamoring for the freedom to choose their doctor they are clamoring for the freedom to choose their internet provider they are clamoring for the freedom to choose their words and free speech which is being eroded by the minute through Obamacare and through all these pieces of legislation they want the freedom to eat whatever food they want to eat and not have Michelle Obama tell them what they should be eating what their kids should be eating they want the economic freedom that comes along with what this country was supposed to be founded instead of the economic prison of the entitlement state where we've got a, a government with this flat out now saying that our money is not our property and that, that we don't have a debt problem in this country. We just have a we have a problem where the government hasn't come and picketed our pockets enough. And the people one of the things that we got we got to move on to the ISIS discussion. One of the things that the American people are really concerned about is the freedom to express the Judeo Christian beliefs without fearing the sword of a Islam, which has already taken off some heads in Oklahoma. We have a real problem in this country with freedom. Yes, we're losing our freedoms every day. I hear stories of uh, 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 every day of us losing freedom. The uh, gentleman who got arrested for standing up in a school board meeting because the school officials were teaching sexual pornography in the classroom, he yeah. got uh, he got arrested for that. That's one example uh, example of losing freedom. Another uh, uh, example of losing freedom: the forceful uh, forcefulness of t- tossing the homosexual agenda and forcing it down our kids' throats. It is happening here in the state of California. Day after day. Right? Well, we're, we're gonna, and we're going to spend some time a little bit later on the show. We're going to be talking a little bit about Common Core. We're going to be talking about No Child Left Behind. Um, you know, I, I'm. I'm 
got great friends on Facebook. Follow me on Facebook as well as on Twitter at Andrea K5. Great comments here. Um, I agree with you, Joe. You're saying that Jeb sounded good with Hannity. He sounded really good with Hannity. Um, but that concerns me that he sounded really good with Hannity because I, I'm hearing that some of the questions were scripted. And I want to know the truth about every candidate. I, they can all sound really great with sound bites when they're all posed qu- certain questions in certain ways. I was concerned that Hannity kind of teased up a question to, to Jeb Bush that kind of, oh, Jeb, you uh, you achieved such and such and such and such when you were the governor of the state of Florida and you were the one with the vouchers and it was all like propping him up versus I want investigative rep- reportage going with every candidate who's running for president. I want them to be vetted in a way that Obama never was because we have whether and y- y'all know I don't advocate for party or Paula advocate for ideas. I advocate for conservatism. And one of the things that I wanted to um to pose to my, my listeners out there. And if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer. We're talking about the Republican Party, how they've lost their way. What is their identity? Where are we going with this? We've got a very, very small window to protect our freedoms from them being completely taken away from us, from an overreaching government, the march to Marxism, as well as a radical political religious ideology that aims to take us over from within. This is very, very serious business. And I think thought that some of the questions that were the set questions that were posed to everyone at CPAC by Hannity tonight, and I don't want to pick on Hannity, um, but it's it's about, he he actually does a good job of bringing all these, these people in and giving you an opportunity to kind of see who they are and what they're about. And I kind of, you know, wonder if we really want to be providing sound bites and gotcha, you know, answers that can then be used on MSNBC and NBC all day long. Do we really want that right now is when people are starting to pay attention. Should we really, as a matter of strategy, be posing these questions about, okay, um, traditional marriage, pro or con, uh, where do you stand with abortion? All the same gotcha questions. When really the people are saying right now, the biggest, the biggest questions that the fears that they have are amnesty, Obamacare and radical Islam. We could gain power if we keep the focus on that. And the viola- and I believe the violation of the Constitution, not only by President Obama, and I will take it as far to say by our own representatives in the Congress and the Senate right now in not hold- uh, holding up the Congress, uh, co- the principles that they were sworn into office, that they swore to uphold. Absolutely. Um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about um, – and we're going to take a break in a minute, but Ted Cruz, I haven't, I, you know, I, coming out of CPAC, you know, I'm all right now. I'm all about Scott Walker, but you said something to me before the show that it, and I was really shocked to hear this. And, and like I said, later on in the show, we're going to spend a little bit more time on Common Core. We're going to spend a little bit more time on the No Child Left Behind and something that just broke on that story. But let's tease that up a little bit about what you were telling me about Ted Cruz, because that came as a shock to me because, you know, I'm talking about the identity of the Republican Party. I'm talking about, you know, uh, a return to conservatism and constitutional, you know, a republic, which is states rights, which Common Core is is against. And you told me something that I didn't know about Ted Cruz. Well, Ted Cruz, it hypes up that he is against Common Core. The Evan Miller Report, our own program last year, did an investigation into Ted Cruz, and it was found out that Ted Cruz is donating to a pro-Common Core school in his own state of Texas. So I say to Senator Ted Cruz, and we contacted him, asked him, come on, explain yourself. And his people refused to come on the air 
to talk to us about this and said, this is our statement, this is what happened. And this happened during the government shutdown last year. Remember Mm -hmm. when we had that government shutdown Mm -hmm. during the Obama administration? It happened about a year and a half ago during Mm -hmm. this. And he was donating his salary until the government was finished being shut down. And we found out during that time. Well, this is what we need to do. We need to we need to be clear headed. We need to we need to be looking closely at at everyone who is throwing their hat into the ring. But then we also got to make some decisions as to as to really what what is what are our priorities? Because I don't think we've really got any candidate who's going to be 100 percent of everything that we uh, that we want. And right now we've got a tremendous opportunity in 2016. And I want we're going to take a break. We come back. I want to pick it up on the other side with a discussion about ISIS and what's going on with radical Islam, because I talked about the freedoms one of what one of the greatest freedoms that i see that's being completely taken away from us is our judeo-christian principles and our values and our rights our religious freedoms are being taken away from us by another religion and by those complicit with it hey you're listening to the andrea k show on am 1170 the answer don't change that dial am 1170 the answer.com Hear us anywhere in San Diego and the world. AM 1170, The Answer. I'm Nicole Donnelly, and for over 20 years, I've owned and managed Miramar Kitchen and Bath with one goal in mind, to offer great service and great value. Just listen to what our customers are saying. Service was excellent. Easy process, start to finish. We are really happy with our new bathroom. We've already talked to them about redoing our kitchen. They have our complete trust. Call Miramar Kitchen and Bath, 858-271-8434, or visit my showroom, just one half block off Miramar Road on Commerce Avenue. Contractors license 657 Miramar Kitchen and Bath. If you're one of the millions of Americans who suffers from back pain, there's new hope for relief without the use of over-the-counter pain pills. Australian Dream, makers of the popular arthritis cream, now offers a back pain cream. It's real medicine that goes on fast and provides effective relief for simple backache. Australian Dream back pain cream has no odor, doesn't burn, and isn't greasy. And it's backed by the empty jar guarantee. Love it or send back the empty jar for a full refund. Find Australian Dream back pain cream now at Walgreens. Convenient, homestyle recipes, and unique menu favorites. Sombrero, your place for San Diego-style Mexican food. Roll tacos, California burritos, and don't forget your salsa. Sombrero Mexican food. We get it, too. Fresh Healthy Vending, the nation's largest healthy vending company, is looking for locations in this area to place its latest innovation. A fresh, healthy micromarket at absolutely no cost to your business. A fresh, healthy micromarket is like a mini health food store for your office break room. Choose from breakfast meals, fresh salads, wraps, hot meals, smoothies, cold-pressed juices, and more, all at a convenient self-checkout kiosk. Now you can offer your employees exactly what they want. All natural, healthy, fresh, and organic foods. Fuel productivity and creativity, decrease absenteeism, and increase morale. Fresh Healthy Vending is offering the first 20 offices that sign up $250 cash and 15% of the net profits each micromarket generates each month. For free information about this exciting and healthy opportunity, visit freshandhealthy.org to request your free machine. Look no further. We have the answer. AM 1170. The answer. 
Hey, welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you here with me. I'm glad to have Jason Miller from the Evan Miller Report in studio with me tonight, having some laughs and, and some fun. And speaking of laughs, you know, the bottom half of the show is usually when I bring on Thursday nights, I'm going to be, be bringing Della B., my entertainment reporter, on. She just had me in stitches last night talking about Madonna and all that craziness and, and um with the Oscars, and I wanted to follow up. Miss Della isn't with us tonight, but I wanted to follow up on the on what she was reporting about Juliana Rancic and the whole like fashion police thing. And I guess now, do you follow the entertainment industry, Jason? I, you're so serious with the news, you probably don't follow. I it. follow it lightly. I usually leave the entertainment news to my wonderful co-host Corey Evan, who is my second half of the Evan Miller Report. Oh, okay. Usually does all the entertainment stuff. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. Lightly. Yeah, well, I don't know. You got to start listening to Della because last night she had me cracking up talking about Madonna and her wee wee pads. Well, come to find out, the big <laughs> entertainment news today. The entertainment news today is that the, the Kelly Osbourne has quit the Fashion Police over Juliana Rancic's comments, which were not even remotely racist. It's absolutely stupid. But uh, anyway, I wanted to do, do a little follow up, do my own little uh, Hollywood buzz report but i also want to report and you're so young jason you probably don't even know who he is the passing of leonard nimoy oh i'm from star trek yeah did you know that he did a tv show called in search of have you ever heard of that search of and he was on drag it as well yeah oh was he see i didn't know that he was on drag it with i believe it was tom Seller. Okay. At, at, oh, did, did not know that. Yeah, I was a huge fan of his. See, I listened uh, 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 with Corey Evan, best entertainment reporter in the world, uh, always has the best entertainment report, and one of the He best... can't be any better than Della. Oh, well, That's, uh, okay. well, you have a competition here. Uh, you can have Della and Corey Evan on Well, well I don't know if either one of them knew what my gal Peggy Costian knew, but did you know that Leonard Nimoy was a, was a soldier? No, that's, yes. that's, a new, that's a new piece of information. Yes, he was an American hero. And, and to me, we're just kind of getting to know each other, Jason. But to me, there are no greater heroes than our military. Absolutely. And so, you know, I know that uh, American Sniper, we didn't talk about this. I know it got snubbed at the Oscars, speaking of an entertainment report. But that was an incredibly moving uh, tribute to a great man, the legend. And I look forward to seeing that movie again. Uh, we're going to talk about the military. We're going to talk about ISIS. But I want to wrap up this thing about DHS and Amnesty. Because I want to remind the people why, remind the listeners, why the American people said no to amnesty. It's not because we don't like brown people. You know, the left always wants to try to tag some kind of racist or some kind of, you know, po- you know political, hit us with the political correct um, stick. Uh, here's a, a little article that one of my friends on Facebook posted. What... Um, what are five things that illegals get that Americans don't get? Food stamps. Yes, free food, free education, because some people might say, well, public schools are free. No, they're not. We pay we pay taxes for our public school system. Free housing, free health care. Yes, they do get free health care. Joe Lewis, he was the congressman who said you lie when Obama said that they weren't going to get free health care. They get free health care. They get free legal services. And they're going to have more job opportunities because the real unemployment rate is somewhere in the 20s percent because of the job participation rate being as low as it is. And now these people are going to be getting hired over American citizens because these um, people who are going to be getting the work permits have an exemption for Obamacare. And free education, too, if you're here in the state of California under the California Dream Act. 
Yes, absolutely. Which, as I said last night, you know, uh, you know, somebody pointed out to me yesterday that every piece of liberal legislation is always given a name that describes it in the opposite manner of the reality. The Dream Act is a nightmare. The Affordable Care Act is expensive, and net neutrality ain't about access. Uh, you know, equal access to the internet. Um, James Clapper said yesterday, the day before, that in his 50-something years of working in the intelligence community, which begs the question, how old is he? It might be time for Clapper to retire if he's been in the intelligence community for upwards of 60 years. Extra clappers up in the head. Exactly. Okay. Clapper may need to retire, but at least he seems to be more cogent and of more sound mind than John Kerry, who says that, oh, we're at the safest we've ever been as a nation. Um, I mean, how how he is walking around Lurch as Secretary of State is beyond me. But Clapper says he has never seen. Hats off to him for his honesty. He's not senile. He says he has never seen in his fifty-something years in intelligence more crises and more challenges facing our nation and our world. Meanwhile, we have a United States president that is absolutely refusing to name the enemy for what it is. Even worse, we have reports coming out. That the Obama administration ter- refused to help Jordan, refused to help Egypt in in the fight against ISIS, and there's even reports coming out now that the Obama administration is actually funding uh, ISIS. This is in true. a variety of different means. Well, we've had I've uh, done report many reports and uh, international press. Few uh, two organizations that are in there of uh, the British press, ITN and BBC News, have confirmed that we have men on the ground in Syria helping the rebels fight against Assad. So when you have the rebels who are split up into three, four factions on this, and you don't know whose side the rebels are are on, that's a disturbing factor right there. Well, but we know where ISIS is. Oh, yes. We let them march across Iraq. Yes. We're letting them... kidnap hundreds of people we're letting them behead children we are letting them rape little girls we are letting them bury people alive we are letting them burn people alive what we have going on here is we have today's version of a holocaust by islamists yes against christians against yazidis and they're coming for the jews well, and our I friends. Think the, uh, and we haven't we have an administration yes. that i resent people like o'reilly saying that any of us who question president obama and who his ties are whether or not he's sympathetic uh, Uh, to the Muslims. I resent that. And let me ask O'Reilly a question. If being Muslim is is absolutely fine and there's no real problem with with the faith of of being Muslim, why then is it a slur to suggest that President Obama might be either Muslim or sympathetic to Muslims? Hmm. A a very good question. Uh, And of course, O'Reilly got questioned earlier on his own journalism ethics of the Falkland Wars. Yeah, but you know what? In in his defense on that, I I haven't really followed the story, but I guess NBC, you know, and and David Korn was really off his rocker on that. And, you know, really, I'm I'm hoping you're not considering Mother Jones or whoever they are. No, I don't consider it. I look at things things with an open mind. I do, too, because I, I like I said, I don't advocate for anybody in particular. I advocate for ideas. And what I am concerned about. About with this president is don't tell me that there's no evidence that there's no connection between him and whether or not he's sympathetic to the Muslims when um, somebody else it's probably Peggy uh, somebody else uh, posted on Facebook that we now know who was involved in the secret meetings at the White House 
with President Obama. Fourteen groups were welcomed to a secret meeting of the White House recently. And it's like my old friend Munchie always said, look around at the people you were with and that's going to tell you exactly who you are. And almost every, every one of these groups had some tie in one way or another. Either the people there were what part of the original founding members of the Muslim Brotherhood or had contacts with the Muslim Brotherhood. And what does the Muslim Brotherhood and Hamas and Hezbollah and all these organizations, the Council for you know the American Islamic Relations and ISBN and all these organizations, they are anti-American, they are pro-Sharia, they are pro-terrorist groups. These are terrorist organizations and people with terrorist ties that are being brought to the highest office and the highest you know, center of our government and our world. They're being welcomed by President Obama and it's being hidden from the American people. Yeah. So don't tell me that there's not any connection to him and that he's not a sympathizer. Do I think that it means he's Muslim? Absolutely not. In fact, I, I don't think he is. I think he's too narcissistic to worship anybody but himself. Narcissists have no empathy and no compassion. My argument is that I think it's about power. I think he's a Marxist, and I think he sees a, a, a group here that he can partner with to help affect to take over this country and turn it into a, a centralized uh, government control. Well, I'll take it as far as this. I'll take it as far as this. He uh... He likes minority rule. This is what we what we call under the Agenda 21 mantra, social justice, that redistribution of wealth. The minorities get minorities get everything that if you are rich or you pay your taxes on time, you're a financially sound American. You're a bad person. Right. But, and if you don't depend on the government, oh, guess what? You're going to be penalized. Obamacare. $95 tax if you don't want to buy government health care. Mm-hmm. Key thing in there. Look at most young adults. Guess what? A majority of young adults, and this is just recent polling, states that more young adults would be willing to pay not the $95 fine for the Obamacare. Of course, because you look at Obamacare. When when I was 25 years old, I couldn't pay $1,000 a month for a premium, and then you got a $10,000 deductible. What's the point of even having the insurance? Right. I mean, good grief. You know, I mean, I go to, you know, still to this day, I go to the doctor once or twice a year for a sinus infection. I mean, it's absolutely, it was never about access to health care. It's always about government control. There's no greater way to get control over the people than to do it through the guise of, well, we can't let people die from cancer or whatever. Um, you know, every liberal policy is about control. It's all about control. Well, to further prove that point, earlier investigation this week done by another news organization stated that people who signed up for Obamacare had their taxes increased by at least 70 percent. 70 percent. Well, so they're Ob- paying Obama, extra in right. the taxes. Well, because- Obama had 40. I think Obama had, we're going to have to take a break here in about 10 seconds or so, but I think Obamacare had like 40 new taxes baked into it. Yes. And and this after he had promised the American people that no there would be no new taxes on the middle class. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's all it is, is 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 an income redistribution scheme and it's all it is is a big tax. Um but the good news is is the grouper's been fired from MIT. Yes. You know, we don't know where he's gonna land. Oh, yeah. But he but his pockets were so lined with you know, with money, you know, in terms of, of helping perpetrate and propagate that, that lie on us known as Obamacare. Um we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we got more to talk about on the other side, so you don't want to change that dial. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. San Diego's home for intelligent conservative talk. AM 1170, The Answer. Do you struggle with the day-to-day management of your business? 
Proteus takes the pain out of the business process management by providing you a complete system for efficiency, automation, continuity. Proteus is business solution that wraps itself around your business and grows with you. Gone are the days of multiple programs and systems for sales, inventory, customer management, and financial reporting. Proteus serves your business every day, all day, and revolutionizes the way you do business. Visit us today to see how Proteus can assist you online at www.proteuserp.com or call today, 877-749-3533. Convenient, homestyle recipes, and unique menu favorites. Sombrero, your place for San Diego-style Mexican food. Roll tacos, California burritos, and don't forget your salsa. Sombrero Mexican food. We get it, too. How do you become San Diego's top-rated HVAC company on Angie's List? Here's Gabriel Carini, founder of Carini Heating and Air. Thanks. Customer service is our passion. So our technicians are educated and factory trained in the installation and repair of a vast array of heating and air conditioning systems, including ductless mini-split configurations. All our work comes with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Make the energy-efficient upgrades you need with Hero Financing, the fastest-growing residential energy efficiency financing solution in the country. Easy qualification-based on home equity. Payments may be tax deductible and no payment until December 2015. And get a new Bryant system with payments as low as $99 per month. With SDG&E and manufacturer rebates, you'll save a ton of money now and for years to come on your utility costs. For more info, visit KariniAir.com. That's C-A-R-I-N-I Air.com. Call 619-843-0997. So Gabe, how did Karini Heating and Air become number one on Angie's list? One satisfied customer at a time. Fresh Healthy Vending, the nation's largest healthy vending company, is looking for locations in this area to place its latest innovation. A fresh, healthy micromarket at absolutely no cost to your business. A fresh, healthy micromarket is like a mini health food store for your office break room. Choose from breakfast meals, fresh salads, wraps, hot meals, smoothies, cold-pressed juices, and more, all at a convenient self-checkout kiosk. Now you can offer your employees exactly what they want. All natural, healthy, fresh, and organic foods. Fuel productivity and creativity, decrease absenteeism, and increase morale. Fresh Healthy Vending is offering the first 20 offices that sign up $250 cash and 15% of the net profits each micromarket generates each month. For free information about this exciting and healthy opportunity, visit freshandhealthy.org to request your free machine. AM 1170 The Answer at am1170theanswer.com. Hey, welcome back to the Andrea K Show, and happy Friday. Hope you guys are all ringing in the weekend in a good mood and looking forward to having some fun this weekend. I'm always having fun every time I'm in the studio and get a chance to share an hour with all y'all out there. My friends on Facebook, follow me on Twitter at Andrea K 5 Let's keep the conversation rolling after tonight. Glad to have Jason Miller from the Evan Miller Report in the studio with me. Been having some laughs uh, because, you know, a lot of people might say, how are you having laughs talking about politics? But this is just so fun for me mm-hmm. to do this. It's just a great passion of me. Before the break, we were talking about ISIS. And now we know reports have come out as to who Jihadi Jean is. Yes. The guy out of Britain, the one who's been doing all the beheadings, uh, these cowards, you know, act like they're tough guys when they've got their faces covered. And who is this guy? Gee, he's a college educated, not a poverty stricken 
um, 26-year-old that's come out of a supposedly devout British Muslim family. Well, hey, wait a second, Evan. Uh, Evan. Jason. Uh, yeah. Wait a second. I, I thought this, this what was going on over there didn't have anything to do with being Muslim. Mm. Well, uh, this guy has been there since six years old. Matter of fact, he wanted to play on the Manchester United football team. Mm. Wanted to be part of a band. Wanted mm-hmm. to be on this football team when he was 30 years old. Mm-hmm. And what changed here, and this is what's not being said in U.S. media. This is what I can uh, state on this. The British government tried to recruit him to be part of their intelligence services. Okay, say that again. The British government. Oh, MI5 did? MI5 tried to recruit him, not once, four times to recruit him to join their intelligence services. They failed. To be a mole? What was supposed to be the... Play a spy, yes. Okay. And the British government failed at that. Then on top of it, the British government uh, scared him off in such a way that he decided to go join uh, join Islamic State. Well, I don't blame the MI5 for him joining the Islamic State no, and, and, and decapitating his, people. No, he joined on his own. But what you know what I do blame and, and you're you know the international, you know, um news guy. What I do blame in terms of Britain is I blame Britain like I do every other European country and we're on the same track to do this by the way, allowing creeping Sharia to t- to to take hold, accommodating this political religious ideology ideology that is one of control by the sword, allow them to come in, kowtow to them through political correctness, allow them to take us over from within by uh, constant accommodations in the creeping of Sharia to where they get, you know, they um, basically take over large parts of a country. And this is what you have as a result. Well, I watch British news and I get local feeds uh, out of British news about, I say, a good 80 percent of Britain is now controlled by Muslims. You think we have a problem with Muslims in this country? Muslims are flooding over the French border because it first started in France. France is controlled by the Muslims. Well, so is Scandinavia. Uh, so, uh, absolutely. But what is happening is, you think we have a border issue on the Mexican border here in the U.S.? It's worse in the U.S. Well, but it's going to be there if we don't pay attention here. I, I have been routinely, I don't know if you've ever read the book While Europe Slept, written by Bruce, Bruce Bauer, where he talks about, he wrote it to tell America, wake up, because what's going on over there is going to happen here. And, and we what's have, going on we in even Europe have, is about two years behind. Exactly. And, and we have, I had an analyst, our analyst, global affairs analyst, Orlean Kurlan tonight. And she has stated many a times, we are about three years behind to what is going on in Europe. Literally, the Islamic State is taken over in Britain. Young kids, you remember the three British girls earlier in the week that went to go join Islamic State. You have a a very high majority of young people packing up, leaving, joining these terrorist organizations. Guess what? It's already starting to happen over here. But it's not even just ISIS. I feel like there's way too much constant focus on them as an organization instead of the fact that we need to keep the conversation about the ideology. And I don't care. There's different forms of terrorism. One is the form of terrorism by the sword that's already happened in this country. We already have honor killings. We already had two women at work. One was beheaded. One was in the process of being beheaded. That came out of a mosque in Oklahoma. This is and, and the other form of terrorism is one from within the creeping Sharia, which 
which is going on with the, with the help of our administration, where we've got organizations like CARE and the Muslim Brotherhood going to Washington, D.C., who have made it very clear that they want to replace the Constitution with the Quran. And we've got Maxine Waters going around to a mosque here in Orange County telling, telling people that anybody who is against Sharia is a bigot. And we have Republicans on the floor of the Congress saying, oh, John McCain the other day and Lindsey Graham, oh, we respect Islam. We just don't like this particular brand of Islam. We need to have the courage, like Nani Darwish said on my show, we need to have the courage to name the enemy its location, and it is here. And it is not just ISIS. Well, how about these new ISIS-related arrests confirmed in Indiana? This is just tonight. According to WGN-TV Chicago, they say Homeland Security is confirming that agents arrested a man near the Indianapolis airport three weeks ago in an alleged ISIS plot. And I won't identify the guy, won't go into it, but in all six people, including a mother of four, uh, four have been rounded up in Indiana, Chicago, and St. Louis. So, look at uh, we have them taking over. It is slowly taking over. And one of the biggest states that this started out of, and you'll be surprised to hear this, is the state of Tennessee. Why Tennessee? Tennessee, because it is a rural area. It is, yeah. It is very well, rural, yeah. one of the rural, more rural areas. And on top of it, Tennessee made it legal. There is more Muslim mosque. You would think this was in New York, but there is the most Muslim mosque in the nation is in the state of Tennessee. Because well, and that may be where some of the government allowed the right. Islamic people to take over right. whole churches. And that's kind of, and that's happening here. You know, we've got we've got permits that are being sought, you know, to take over enormous plots of lands for enormous mosques uh, in, in areas that are very low at, at, with very low population. We've only got a couple minutes left. Um, quickly tell me in about a minute what's going on with a Common Core and with some legislation that passed involving No Child Left Behind. Well, what's going on regarding that story? There is a senator who has been trying to press that press this, and this is more of a renewal of a bill. You remember No Child Left Behind under the Bush administration. What has traditionally happened, and many people may not know this, this has happened since the Johnson administration. Every time a new president has came in, whether it be Republican or Democrat, the version of No Child Left Behind, uh, which is the education plan, always gets renewed. This time, uh, that they were trying to renew it, and the name of this senator who tried to pass this is Lamar Alexander. Okay, we know who that is. Yeah, he's a senator, and don't be deceived by the R by his, ma- by his name. He is for this Common Core legislation. Well, a lot of Republicans are, and they say, uh, and they do it under the guise of, oh, it's about, uh, it's about. We've only got a couple minutes left. Oh, it's, it, you know, it's about standards. We have to have standards. Yeah, we need to have standards, but those standards need to be determined by the state and by the local school districts. We have got to stop. We we need to push back against a Republican Party that wants to continue to put more and more and more well, power. Well, that's the key to disguise the in this bill. That's the key disguise in the bill because. What they want to do is they want to try to press more local control. That is in the bill. But what they don't say inside this bill is that ta- your tax money, the federal tax money, is hooked to that and that they want to teach the Common Core to your kids. Right. And Common Core, you know, it's uh, that somebody posted an article on Facebook today. The Common Core was really written, written under uh, supposedly because it was going to end white privilege or some such nonsense. One of the people who crafted, you know, that piece of legislation, you know, it's about the indoctrination of our children. That's what it's about. When you can control the message, you can control minds. Every piece of legislation that's coming out from the liberals, it's, it's all about control. And it doesn't matter whether it's about the health care, whether it's about net neutrality. Um, or any of the uh, the legislation that's going on. We've only got about a minute left. 
What are we going to do about the GOP? That's a really interesting discussion. Alicia Dern's going to be back with me next week. And I want to get in. A lot of people are saying Tea Party's the answer. Third Party's the answer. I don't know that the third party's the answer because of the way both parties have, have written uh, election and campaign laws. So I want to spend a little time next week talking about this because if we've got a Republican Party that we don't recognize as truly representing us and our platform and not representing the people after the midterms uh, last week, what are we going to do? Well, we're going to talk about that next week. So you're going to want to be here 9 to 10 next Thursday on AM 1170. The answer. Thanks for listening. Love you all so much. Follow me on Twitter, Dandry K5, and be friends with me on Facebook. Have a great night, everybody. Love you. The Andrea K Show on AM 1170. The answer is sponsored by Andrea K. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.